Hello, guys. Welcome. Behind the Bunker, our weekly paintball show. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Todd Ansich. This is going to be an awesome show tonight, guys. We say that every week. This week, I kind of sort of mean it. Um, we have uh, Tim Montresser trailer for a documentary that's coming out shortly. We're going to be talking about uh, all of the guys on the show. We watched the Jeremy Psalm sniper incident uh, over the weekend, so we want to chat about that. If you missed that, you definitely want to check that out. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, team, uh, popular team names. We've got a segment from The Vault where Joe goes back and grabs some retro gear and shows you guys. Uh, we have mail time segment where you guys have sent in your questions. We have Price is Right, Antiques Roadshow, and a whole lot more. It just depends on, well, how much time we have. But tonight, it's not just me. I have Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. Indeed, I'm here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's always great to see you both in the chat forum. And, uh, well, I guess you're not in my living room, but... Uh, Thank you for so much for tuning in. Make sure you hit that like and share button. Let everybody in the world know that tonight is behind the bunker. It's Monday night. Get the whole paintball community together because it's going to be a really great show. So you want this to go worldwide? Worldwide! <laughs> worldwide! Then we have uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggarders Paintball. Greetings and thanks to everyone for tuning in tonight to uh, Beautiful Behind the Bunker. It's Monday night. I'm in the basement. Um, I've taken over the Xbox land, so kids are kids are displaced, unhappy, so uh, get things moving. So if you're not at least enjoying the show, be happy knowing that you're making some several people unhappy uh, yes. by having Joe on the show tonight. So there you go. Uh, then we have Josh Zubizabrikis. Yeah, welcome to the show, everybody. And as usual, please uh, like and share. I don't know if my friend Gavin messaged or uh, mentioned it or not. But it does make a huge difference, so we will be keeping track of who shares. And the rest of you who don't will get a shout-out and a screw you at the end of the show. <laughs> we're watching you. Um, so here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Lots to get to on the show tonight. Uh, shortly, we're going to show you the uh, Tim Montressor uh, documentary that Paintball Media did. And uh, we haven't had an opportunity to watch the documentary, obviously, because it doesn't come out until... Uh, January, February, March, April, April 4th or April 20th, rather 420 is the date that it's coming out. I should remember that. Um, but we did watch uh, a couple other things on um, their Patreon page, mainly the Jeremy Psalm sniper incident. So we'll get to that in just a minute. And as I said, we have lots to get to on the show. We've got uh, actually you can come over here to my computer, Matt. We have uh, uh, no. What is the first paintball gun you ever shot? That's what we're talking about tonight, guys. Sorry. No one corrected me. I was waiting for Gavin to correct me oh, on that. We were talking about that before the show started, but you weren't there, so we didn't get there. Ah, okay. So we want to talk about that. Um, and, uh, yeah, the Jeremy Salminson, there it is right there. So we'll get to that shortly. Uh, first of all, I want to say hello to everyone else that's joining in. Uh, nice to see all of your names in the live chat. We are watching you guys in the live Facebook chat and YouTube chat. So if you want to say anything, by all means, we'll try to get, uh, get uh, a response to you guys. Um, so without any further ado, ado, here you go, ladies and gentlemen. So on my screen, coming April 20th, 21, uh, feature documentary film by John Amoda and the Paintball Media. This is uh, TM40, Tim Montress of the life to the full. Uh, let's check out the preview. Once in a generation, if we're lucky, someone comes along and reminds us all why we love this game. He was born in February. His name was Wang Yangjiang, which means first flower. This is a confirmation copy of a telegram sent to you, dated 7-13-1984, and it says, 
One child, Montressor, arriving in Seattle July 16th. He uh, lived, ate, and breathed paintball. Everything, every move that he made from the time he was in high school was to create a career and a path that he could be successful in life, but also grow the sport he loved and always be entangled with the sport he loved. Well, he came to us, I think, in high school and said, you know, I really want to play pay, you know, paintball for a profession. I said, no, no, you've got to go to school. You've got to have something to fall back on. And he promises, yes, I'll get my degree. I'll get my degree, you know. Okay, then you can go play paintball. Never recognized he had such an impact. So, uh, we're learning to try to celebrate that rather than cry about that we missed it, part of it. He did live his life to the fullest. He got, you know, he lived in his short life more than most people live in 10 lives. I mean, he's been everywhere, done everything. And, you know, I think the, the thing about Tim um, is paintball really was his life. He, he went everywhere around the world. He met people. That's what he loved to do. Um, and there were times where, you know, he'd be gone 300 days a year traveling. And he might have, I think the one time he said I was home like five or six days in the whole year, which is just crazy. Right, so welcome back ladies and gentlemen so that's it um it wasn't going to be a wild and crazy edge of your seat uh thriller uh preview uh but if you've ever met tim this is going to be an interesting documentary not only did he shake up the lives of a lot of people in the industry players and and uh you know industry people you know he he he's been everywhere he has i mean i, I don't know anyone in paintball that either hasn't not necessarily met him but you know heard about him so it'll be it'll be an interesting one um i think everybody in the panel has met him at one point in time he's been to our field he's been to extravaganza he's been to world cup he's i think anytime we've ever traveled yeah a genuinely nice guy too except for except for when todd's not there and he's talking about him behind his back you know (laughs) yeah that's exactly what i do Ridiculously generous with his time, his expertise, and just his uh, his personality. So he's, he will de- definitely be deeply missed uh, in the paintball community and the world in general. Uh, but, you know, I, I just want to highlight, I can't wait to see this. Um, it's a great, tri- it's going to be a great tribute. But again, you know, like death doesn't end a, it, death just ends a life, not a relationship. And so I think as long as we continue to keep his, his name present um, and uh, his memory alive, uh, you know, the relationship continues. So... Uh, yeah, he'll be deeply missed by, by many people in the world, uh, myself included. Yeah. So this film premieres on Paintball Media's Patreon channel. That's on April 20th, 21. Uh, all current subscribers uh, of that will get their, uh, sorry, all current subscribers to their channel will get their names in the film's credits as their early supporter. Um, so there you go. A good way to help support, uh, get your name in the film. 
And anyone that subscribes to uh, their channel between now and March 1st will also be listed in the film's credits as an early supporter, which is cool. Uh, the film runtime is 75 minutes, and it will be uh, free to any of the Patreon members. And uh, why you guys want to become a Patreon member of Paintball Media is... Uh, there's all kinds of content on their Patreon site. Uh, all of us had an opportunity to jump on there over the weekend. Uh, we all got uh, Patreon accounts and because we wanted to support this. And uh, not only did we watch uh, this preview, uh, but we had an opportunity to uh, to watch the Jeremy Psalm sniper incident. So, guys, if you're thinking of wanting to watch this, get yourself subscribed now. It's like eight bucks. It's not. It's not anything crazy. And uh, you're not going to the movies. You're not going anywhere else. What else are you spending your money on? So get get yourself uh, uh, part of their Patreon account. Then you can watch other great stuff like uh, the Jeremy Psalm sniper incident. We uh, had a chance to watch that this weekend. What did, what did you guys think, um, Gavin? Let's start with uh, let's start with you. So you know what? I, I thought I knew everything based on the publications of uh, the of, of yesteryear, um, but this was thoroughly entertaining. So yeah, I. Sorry, John. You know, I, I went in with a little bit low expectations, thinking, okay, I already knew everything, but there was so much more meat uh, and potatoes in, in this uh, in this documentary. Uh, not only did it cover the incident, but it covered everything in sort of leading up and sort of the culture at the time as well. So I really enjoyed this thoroughly, and I would certainly highly recommend one, two, another <laughs> appendage up uh for uh for this documentary i really think it was so well <laughs> so I, I thought it was really well done and i really uh suggest um you treat yourself uh into seeing it because i thought it was it, it was really it was great and so for those of you i didn't do a very good job for those of you who uh don't know anything about what the sniper incident is do any of you guys want to give a, a quick summation yeah, yeah I, I will um, it was at, what was it at? World Cup 2002? Uh, no, it was leading into World Cup, wasn't it? Was it the event before World Cup? Because not oh, to give anything away, but Avalanche ended up getting... Um, uh, well, anyway, they, yeah. I th the, the fields at, that, at the time were only uh, covered in mesh on three sides. So the one open side was along a tree line. So I, I think they had just finished watching, you know, some sort of sniper movie and the plan was to go into the forest and, and snipe unsuspecting players um, from the tree line, you know, take one or two of them out and they, you know, was a, it was a 10 man, I think it was a 10 man team. So if you took one or two out, you'd be down, you know, 20%. That was the plan. But I think um, Jeremy due to an incident the night before was a little, a little, um, Tired hopped up on goofballs. Hopped, hopped up on goofballs. Yeah. And um, he was. The guys weren't calling themselves up. They were actually cheating when they were getting hit, but they couldn't <laughs> figure out. So he he overshot them, and someone figured it out, ran over the fence, tracked them down, brought them out, and sort of brought everything into the open. So that's that's it in a nutshell. But you know, the the movie itself was well done, and of course it had some history. It sort of went back to the, you know, some of the very very first games of you know. The survival game and how how people were cheating and things like that. So it was, it was uh, well done. Yeah. And I I did not have huge expectations, but I ha I I am. Well, you're not a speedball guy per se. I'm not a but... speedball guy per se, but I I you know been around the industry long enough that you hear about it and and it was neat you know you see some of these guys you haven't seen like we talked about before the show. I haven't seen some of these guys for yeah. you know. 
a year and a half because we've been locked down. And normally you see you see some of these guys a couple times a year and you say hello and talk to them and, you know, exchange pleasantries. So it was kind of neat, you know, it's like you're visiting an old friend on a Zoom call. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, jo- uh, sorry, John. John, uh, John is in the chat. <laughs> yes, John Omadea is in the chat and he was uh, cl- correcting you, Joseph. It was a uh, World Cup 2002. I and- said World Cup 2002. <laughs> it was me that corrected him. <laughs> All right. It, and it was also five men as well. So, yeah. um, And John now has a new uh, jacket cover for the DVD. Besides uh, uh, everyone else's rave reviews, it's going to say, Gavin Sharma, three appendages up. <laughs> right. He's quite happy with that one. That's- Without Cialis, baby. Without Cialis. <laughs> So yeah, if, so you're looking mean, to, if you're looking to uh, Spice of the Bedroom, watch this documentary as well. <laughs> nice. I like. Okay, so it's not just about the Jeremy Salm incident, although that is one of the focuses, but they tried to lead you down the path that it wasn't just, like that wasn't the first time anyone's ever cheated. They gave I know, many but, other examples. But you also have to be really careful. We don't want to spoil anything. And I'm, right? and I'm because, not going to give any yeah. of that away. You definitely want to watch it. I mean... I'll talk cryptically to you guys to kind of maybe hopefully add something to it, but um, Lords of Discipline, not known for cheating, but yet something else happened and they got kicked out from an event and it wasn't for cheating. Uh, That I didn't know. That was was, uh, strange. I also didn't realize that people would get that much money for buying off teams. Back that, in the day, that's a lot of money. That too. was a lot of money. Um, the Mike Bruno incident, that was pretty exciting. I, I, I had no idea. Um, I thought that was just people saying that, but it, it, that the fact that it actually happened was was quite interesting. Um, one thing I will I, I one thing I will say that John clarified for me, I always thought it was a Tipman Model 98 that was used with a flat line. I don't know why I thought that. Maybe because people were calling him the sniper, all that sort of stuff. But they showed the gun that was actually used and they told you what what gun it was and i'll, I'll i'm not going to give it away because not that it was anything but I, I understand how that all happened now so that Canadian was kind of good made, designed um and uh, joe touched on why one of the reasons why jeremy did it um uh, so i'm not going to get into that but one thing i found interesting was uh there was a celebrity there uh at that event does anyone remember who um gib maurice gib that's yeah. right yeah yeah Josh, you're not really a speedball guy, but did you did you kind of find it not edge of your seat, but did you find it interesting? I, I found it very interesting because I throughout the years of going to different games and meeting different players, you hear little snippets and bits of uh, you know the sniper incident and what happened, and you hear rumors of this guy knows this and that guy knows that, and then. You kind of work your way around. You never get the sort of full picture that's portrayed in the documentary. So it's nice to say, okay, here's the full circle from sort of everyone who was involved. Yeah. And you kind of, it collaborates and brings everything to, um, I, I, gotta, I guess, a bit of closure is the right word. But, um, you know, the, the beginning part too, um, there's a lot more to it than just that incident. Uh, but it was, uh, it's fun just to hear about all the history of paintball sort of leading up to that point. Yeah. Uh, somebody that I respect in the industry had made, and, and it's, you'll watch the video and you'll find out who, but when they're referring to speedball, now this isn't to them playing any other scenario games or anything like that, but when he was competing at a pro level, he didn't wipe, never. What he did instead was he would grab dirt and he would throw it on himself to cover the hits that he got. And, okay, you can say at home, okay, well, this is all cheating. 
the whole video is based upon or, or a story and narration of, of all different types of cheating and who was caught and who wasn't. And, you know, it, it, it basically, I mean, let, let's face it, if you're being refed by somebody, that ref is there because there's cheating happening. Um, and that person admitted to that. And, you know, he's not far off. I mean, they talked about the whole gray area of, of the rules. And I don't know, that's a little out of the gray i think but i mean you know I, good for I like him how they just sort of make up the gray area it's like we're, <laughs> just, we're gonna call this not cheating but the gray area and it's like no it's all cheating dude <laughs> yeah it, it like, is you know, jo- it, yeah josh great great point it's like whatever helps you sleep at night right? yeah. no i wasn't cheating i was in the gray yeah. that's fine you know they're just yeah, justifying it and then they justify it the cheating getting worse and worse as it goes but along. Let, let's they, just they say, oh, let's give just, an inch, and then you take a mile, right? Yeah. Let's just stop for a second. Go go back to the gray area, and I hashtagged it with both the Canadian and the American spelling, so no one gets confused about what kind of gray area it is. But say you're playing on a on a Saturday afternoon, and you're you're at one end of the field, and, and the other team's at the other end, and and you're with with a bunch of newbies, and some guy takes a lob shot flies over the buildings and lands on little Johnny's hopper or or the person's folks hopper just like that and it breaks no one's even moved the kid got hit like so you can I call it making a ruling so you wipe it off and go carry on the kid oh, oh, that's not true that's called an executive decision yeah. no it, way you know what I, I'm gonna say hashtag Joe gray area <laughs> that is an absolute no-go that's yeah. not how you grill the sport Joseph but, okay but Joe's got a you? point with Joe's 50 shades of gray there if you're playing <laughs> recreational and there's renters on the field and the kids paid 50 bucks to get there and play and he got a lucky shot off the break which is a once you know it's a it's a one in a million kind of thing that's one thing tournament paintball where you're on the field with equal refs to players if you're cheating okay i you know that's fine like i get it if you choose to cheat in that 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 genre if you will then so be it but on a rental field or a scenario field game anything like that cheating's unacceptable for sure hands down but yeah there's definitely gray areas on the speedball field. I mean, Gavin, you've wrapped. You know no gray areas. You know the rules. You follow the rules. Damn it! No, it's like okay. There, no, there's, there's. I mean, uh, you know what? I've been on the, I've been on the field. I've been in the stripes. And you know what? If you want to, uh, if you want to push a ref or a weak ref, then I get that. But don't expect the red flag not to fly. It's you know, like play the damn game. You are an ambassador of the sport. Uh, and, I, and I get the whole, you know, be, want to be on the podium, right? And, and if you can get away with it, get away with it, I guess. But um, okay, but if, okay. If you get hit and it's on your pack and you don't know it's there, and you go hang the flag and you get away with it, are you cheating? That's a gray area. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can get okay. You can yes, get it's hit. cheating. Okay. Uh, I, I have something very important but, because uh, I have something important to say. Um, just going to pause for a second. We can get back into the gray area and the cheating. Yeah. Um, we got Mossy and we have uh, Dave uh, Dwayne Nichols in the uh, the chat as well from Australia. It's Australia Day, uh, so I want to say good day, mate, um, mates, and happy Australia Day. Um, <laughs> and that's all I wanted to say. I know you're, you guys are watching. Um, it's ridiculously early, and I'm pretty sure. Well, Maybe yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you guys are still drinking the BB and enjoying not a barbecue because apparently it's a. a BBQ free. Uh, no, it's a fire ban because it's like 36 degrees uh, Celsius. So, yeah. um, why? What could happen day, if guys? they have a fire open? 
uh, you know what? They've never experienced that before. <laughs> why you, you got to go there? Yeah. Anyway, I don't mean to uh, take, uh, take the wind And while we're sales, talking uh, about Australia Day, can we also say Happy Robbie Burns Day? Yeah, absolutely, yes. Yeah. So, Robbie Burns, Australia Day, um, lots to celebrate. So And I know so this is Josh. Josh, Josh also yeah. celebrates his culture, Grey Day. Where the Grey rules, Zone Day, yeah. <laughs> where the rules just aren't the rules. Uh, let me clarify something here. I've been officiating a long time. <laughs> if anything is the gray zone, the gray zone is when there's an incident happens where there's no rule saying that it's legal or illegal. That's yeah. the only gray zone. And I, I, I guess that's why, and I won't mention the person's name, I, but the athlete that threw dirt on himself technically wasn't wiping, so technically that is a gray area. So I, I, I get how he's debating that no not really because he was hit he knew he was hit he should have called himself out what i'm saying is like the gray area would have been say it was just a random person who did the sniper shot just shooting it and people were calling themselves out i'd say that's a gray area because there's nothing in the rules that says what happens if somebody randomly oh, some starts shooting kids went into the tree line and said hey let's go shoot these guys when they're playing Exactly. So yes, yeah, so that that's a pretty, that's, an that's interesting. That's a gray area. Uh, we talk about this in hockey. Um, in hockey, there's something called an M99, which is a miscellaneous 99, which means you can write up something that's not necessary. A penalty. Um, I don't know if paintball still has if paintball has anything like it, but it's for those situations where something pops up that's never happened before. Yeah. I cannot believe the amount of respect I've lost for all of you. Okay, but listen to you high and mighty referees. You if you watch the, that oh, documentary. How no, the but, hell am I justifying anything? But if you, if God, you listen I to that. I hate you all. <laughs> okay, but if you <laughs> watch the documentary, like you guys should if you haven't, if you watch I the documentary, <laughs> the refs had done a lot of their own mischievous things too. So you can't say. This is a game of integrity. <laughs> Again, damn it! It's justifying it's it. It's 2021. Referees cheat. We have it to was cheat. 2002. Too. That's not a gray area. It's that's 2021 now. For you guys to say, yeah, that's cool. Endorse that. I spit on all of you. People were using microphones. Why are you back spitting then? on me? I'm not endorsing it. <laughs> next, yeah. next tell, and you're bringing your next telephone. Ladies and you gentlemen can... at home, I may just be poking the bears tonight, but uh, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I'm logging out right now. <laughs> Enjoy your evening, folks. The okay, show Gavin, sucks. But you haven't Gavin's had your segment take his yet. And go home. Oh, okay, I'll say around. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, uh, watch the video. See what you guys think. Head on over to Paintball Media. Go to their Patreon account. It's eight bucks for the month. It's not that bad. Uh, eight bucks is pretty easy, and uh, you can watch a bunch of other stuff on there. You'll be able to watch the Tim Montressor um, documentary that we just saw a preview for. If you missed it, if you're just tuning in now, you can scroll back to the first couple of minutes of the show. That's that's where you'll find it. Um, but I mean, controversy definitely when it comes to to cheating. Um, it's, it's well worth a watch. That's for sure. It's well worth the watch. And knowing that whole story, I mean, it's one of those folklore stories you hear around the paintball fields, as Josh says. At least we kind of know. And you kind I kind of believe the truth because it wasn't just from one person's angle. It was from pretty much most of the guys on the team that was that's still around right now. And uh, I didn't know, you know Mr. You was on that team. I, he must have been a spring chicken at that point. Fresh out of the what? Firefighter Academy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know what I want to see uh, after John's done this is maybe f not to, not to put more on his busy plate, but five years from now, I'd like him to re-interview a lot of the people that are there and say, would you like to change any part of your story? Now that you've watched the documentary and someone else <laughs> is throwing you under the bus, would you like to open up a more? <laughs> but like how many people are going to watch that and go, I can't believe that bastard said that. And then they're going to say something more and something more. I want to see what this, what this brings up five years from now. Yeah, yeah. But as somebody who was quite arrogant thinking they knew everything based on the publications and the rumors that are going around, there was so much more that happened in, in this particular incident and the culture leading up to that. So uh, somebody, you know, it, it humbled me and I learned a lot. Uh, but not only that, it was really entertaining and educational. So I, again, this is my full endorsement with the appendages um, to, <laughs> yeah, to absolutely check it out because it's a, it, it, it's entertaining, it's educational, uh, and it's a big part of our, uh, our sports history. So make yeah. sure you do so. One day I would love to have a show where we and I'm, I would only isolate speedball because as I say anything outside of speedball I, I it makes me sick if you hear of cheating stories but I, I would like to I have so many things that I've seen before not necessarily my team but I've seen other teams do that you could cheat in the sport that's that's common knowledge that you know you you, you know I've said to someone before and they're like oh, I never even thought of that right but there's so many things out there that um people have done people have tried people have got away with everything from cracking your barrel to um you know what i mean putting putting different types of paint in your bore so you're you're using a small board of crony and then you, you you know you've got a larger bore for later in the game all kinds of goofy stuff i i would love to i would love to talk about that but on the same token i don't know if i really want to promote all those things um now, if someone gets a monthly subscription to uh, Ray Raytheon, or the, the government—I guess you can't buy the government, the government website. But anyway, um, can they still watch the history of paintball on there as well, Todd? That's a good question. Uh, John is in the chat right now. Maybe he can clarify that. I don't think it's on their Patreon page. I think it's just a documentary oh, that Patreon. you would. What did I call it? Raytheon? Patreon, Raytheon, same thing. That's okay. You know, paintball documentaries versus radar, uh, military radar. I mean, it's close. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but if they, if you guys, if it's in there and you, and you can see it, you should certainly, it's worth $8 just to see the history of paintball. It's That's worth $8 fantastic. just to peek behind the curtain, too. You know what I mean? See all the great stuff that's uh, in their Patreon account, for sure. Did I leave anything out, guys? Should we, we, we leave the sniper incident alone? I'd love to talk about it more, but I, no, I want people to see it. Exactly. I just yeah. I, I, I want to say one thing that I thought was kind of funny that I, I knew, but you kind of forget, is that at one point, professional paintball was still played in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was the and, the and they talk about fields, and they say, "Yeah, we we're playing this field." And in the afternoon, we played on the air ball field. So not only was professional paintball actually played in the woods, at one point or another, it was played on both fields during the same event. Yeah. I, okay, I'm not as World old Cup school as old school. World Cup 2002 is the first first event that was they used fully inflatables for the yeah. event as well. And I like the inflatables, not because they're inflatable. I just, I think if you're in the trees with twigs on this side and, you know, different levels of ground, I think there's an unfair advantage for one team every time where 
you know, you look at football, hockey, basketball, the court's exactly the same on either side. Same with a speedball field, technically. So there's no way that you could say, oh, they got the castle or they got the berm. They got the, you know, the thicker grass or the whatever. I, 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 I like the fact that it's a mirror and you there, there's no real uh, benefits of being on either side. Uh, John Amoto says this is on this. On, sorry. The only film not in the Patreon channel is the complete history of paintball. But all other films will be in the Patreon account. So now is a good time to get in, guys, because uh, much like Netflix, uh, John and Netflix are tight. They He releases new videos all the time. So you want to get a subscription now, and uh, you can binge now until he releases new stuff. So uh, Kyle Swanson says, uh, I played in a tournament in Germany. There was Woods Ball and no blow-ups. Hmm. No I bet you they had blow-ups in the evening. <laughs> yeah, those Germans, they're big on blow-ups. <laughs> what are you talking well, there, about? There goes all our German fans. <laughs> all right. All two? We just lost two. There we go. <laughs> all right. Well, why don't we move on, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to sum up uh, what Josh says. Go watch this movie. Yeah. Sure. Gavin with his three appendages up and Joe with his 50 shades of gray rules. So go check gray it out, area. ladies and gentlemen. Gray area. I'd like to revisit this uh, in a couple of months, honestly, in a couple yeah. of months when everyone has a chance to watch us because I'd like to really fully dissect this without giving any spoilers away. Yeah, I agree. Yes. I agree. Um, maybe we do that in the after show at some point as well. Absolutely. And then yeah. if you don't want it, then you can just la 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 really loudly or just not tune in. Uh, Dan and Hardy simply says, Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Maybe a little bit. Moving on here, ladies and gentlemen, a couple things I want to get to. This is, uh, oh, where did I put it? Oh, no. Here it is. Some custom stuff. This was sent in from our friend Joe. And I, I Joe, I'm not even going to say your last name because I'm going to butcher it. Uh, maybe, Joe, you know Do his last name. Joe's. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, yes. Anyway. No, we don't. Say it. I do. Yeah, I just don't. I don't want to butcher his name. Anyways, uh, while we're figuring that out, ladies and gentlemen, here you go. Here is his Retro 7 back from Skin Deep Anodizing. He says his only instructions was that he wanted the number 7 on the side of it, and he wanted colors inspired by classic old race cars. Nice. That's gorgeous. Isn't it? That is it? sexy, yeah. Yeah. That is really nice. <sighs> I feel so bad. I got to... You can pronounce it. S-Z-I-L... V A G Y I. I've known Mr. him for Vicky. years, and <laughs> yeah, Mr. Vicky, I guess. I apologize, <laughs> Joe. There you go, Mr. Vicky says Lisa Weaver. Good for Perfect. you. And say whether Roger knows him as Mr. Vicky. Good All for right. you guys. Perfect. All right, so I wanted to show you guys that. Um, you guys, uh, we were talking about this is kind of later in the show. Last week we were talking about Caesars. I wanted to show you guys a spread that I had. This was a couple Christmases ago. Josh, I think I shared this picture with you, but that's that was my Caesar bar. Yeah, you shared Joe, it to me without inviting me to Christmas. So. Yeah, Joe and I enjoyed this a couple years ago. It was pretty good. And uh, here, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Every week after the live Facebook show, we continue to broadcast on YouTube and record for our after show slash podcast. And why I'm telling you that is last week we talked about what everybody's hair products were back when we actually had hair in the 80s. Um and I want to share this picture with you. This is Joe, not that long ago when he had hair still. So a lot of you guys were asking, what did Joe look like with hair? There you go. 
with Fidel Sassoon. There we go. Look, at, look yeah. how I windswept. That was definitely an east wind that day. Yeah, I had to go back three years for that picture, guys. There so we teased on it last week, and I know this, I'm doing a quite a side right now, because uh, I saw your Caesar bar, but the jersey that I'm wearing today... Uh, oh, oh, look at you! Oh, <laughs> Murphy's That's... Law Moonshine uh, in Elmira, Ontario, uh, has the greatest moonshine in the damn world. Um, yeah. You just uh, pissed Pepper off Shine. some North Carolinans. Yes. <laughs> uh, Pepper Shine is the, our go-to for, for Caesars. Um, so wearing it tonight. Uh, love the guy. Love uh, uh, Moonshine from uh, Elmira. Um, so if you are in Canada, you can definitely get it ordered. So look up Murphy's Law um, Distillery on Facebook. And if you're in the States, um, I don't think it can ship across the border, but damn, you're missing out. Yeah. Taste. They have a they have a couple things at the LCBO, but they don't have their full, where am I, where did I go? They don't have their full, um, they don't have uh, their full um, Line? menu, I guess, yeah. line on at the liquor store, but they have a few items. But you can go to their uh, retail outlet, like Gavin said, and pick up a wide variety of yeah, tasty. And, and so, I, yes. I want to build on what Gavin was saying and why we're talking about Caesars. Gavin's talking about the pepper shine. Yes, sir. It's hot and spicy. Like it's got actual pepper flakes floating, or, or I don't, I don't know what it is, like pepper essence or something. Uh, crystal Maybe. meth. Yeah, that's Maybe probably what it is. But it's floating around inside. It kind of settles down. You got to shake it before you, you drink it. It's absolutely amazing. It's hot and spicy. Like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. wonderful. That's what we mean by pepper shine. So that's Not why I'm saying it right pepper. now, because I'm definitely looking for a personal sponsorship. <laughs> so I'm there like every weekend. So somebody tag Murphy's Law Distillery. In the if you look closely right yeah. on Gavin's camera frame, you can actually see his liver quiver when he says I'm looking for a sponsorship. Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt the show, but I had to uh, squeeze that out after I saw your uh, um, your your Caesar bar, right? Yeah. So because it, it works great for Caesars. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Save the date, 2021 Mission Masters Scenario Games. Make sure you guys uh, write those down in your calendar and check them out. Um, World at War Crimson Dawn, presented by Behind the Bunker and Joe Kimson, April 9th to 11th. Make sure you guys check that out. And that is in uh, French Lick. Uh, Post Cowlick. Brandon B. Rod Page. Make sure you guys sign up for the red team for the Sherwood Forest game on June 25th to 27th in La Porte, Indiana. Uh, new one coming down the pipeline, Lake Norman Paintball, Airsoft, and Axe Throwing. Uh, this is happening on February the 13th, Love versus War. Make sure you guys get signed up for that. Go to their website and check out them for more information. Alien versus Predators, April 24th to 25th. Total Carnage. If you want partial Carnage, don't bother going. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um couple things i want to talk to you about uh but before we do that we're going to get to um oh yeah we'll talk about that then we'll get to uh, a vault segment by joe joe has a vault segment coming up then we're going to get into some mail time and maybe some prices right if there's time tonight but uh the show is starting to get late so here's what we're going to do um can i tell you about this planet eclipse guys did you know that they have more championships new mechanical markers new electronic markers New territory, including their new MagFed division. Get Planet Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen, and take on the world. Now with the new CS2 mech frame kit. That's right, the new CS2 mech frame kit. 
When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull the tap on an EG product. Hashtag Pop Smoke. Thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options make AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. Made in America by Brett Davis and his crew, AirUps.com. Dreams fade, ruthless, painful products, colors, sublimation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, Ruthless keeps you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 for 15% off your order. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. In fact, it is our blood type. Make your game boil. Get Exalt available worldwide. From the beginning, you stumble down a rocky cliff or waited chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Now, whether you're... Lighting the snake or running and gunning, GI Sports has the gear for you now at the Stormer, Storm Elite, and Stormer Tactical. DLX Technologies, guys. True innovators. With some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball, DLX has the power to get to the podium. How about you? But that's where I want to be. So check them out at your local shop today. Um, one thing I forgot to mention, ladies and gentlemen, I left something very important out here. Uh, the Crimson Dawn game that Joe's a part of. Make sure you guys sign up and uh, play Ryan for McGee. Ryan McGee. Yeah, he's one of the generals. Or the genitals, depending on how you read his typing. There you go, ladies oh. and gentlemen. Yeah, sorry, oh, right? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't. I did not put those two together tonight. I apologize. Um, so why don't we check this out, guys? Every week, Joe goes into his vault, grabs an old piece of equipment, and uh, makes it new again by showing you guys. So check it out, guys. We'll be right back. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault where we go back in history, back in time, back into the early days of paintball to look at something from my vault. Today we have my SL68 II. This is made by Tipman Pneumatics in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Plastic or a polymer pump. It's got a standard aluminum barrel and the whole body is cast it's not like today's castings that are machined and made to look pretty this is pretty crude this is kind of like a cast iron frying pan could you use it for a hammer maybe but sort of what's neat about the sl2 or the sl68 is it had an internal gas line when so many guns were going to you know macro line and bottom lines this had an internal airline so it's kind of really ahead of its time it's a uh, semi-automatic hopper adapter, built-in safety, uh, ASA built right in. So it's kind of cool. Anyway, guys and girls, thanks for watching. Uh, this is From the Vault. See you next time. Pew, pew. One. Awesome. Well, that was my um, SL2 uh, pump gun. It was kind of neat. I, I grabbed that and I thought, you know, this is pretty cool. So many, so many companies have been trying to go to the internal gas line and these guys had it back i don't even know when that came out also the um velocity adjust was on the side of the bolt to adjust the velocity on the sl2 you put an allen key into the side of the bolt so that was that was pretty neat ryan ASA mcgee says bolted. oh my god flashback to his first paintball game joe i know it's pretty it, it, it had some good memories holding that thing but it was it was crude and that's you know one of those you wouldn't want to be playing with one of those in cold weather man you'd freeze you certainly wouldn't want to lick it with your tongue in cold weather ding 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 but that's anyway, like yeah, a that country song you lick title with, though but it, you, looking, you wouldn't want to lick it with your tongue but what else would you lick with it i don't know gavin i'm not sure <laughs> right. but also <laughs> the um 
the where the hopper went in the feed neck is very small definitely designed for a wgp ammo box you probably wouldn't get a regular sized hopper in there because the tolerances aren't there so is it definitely a, a first really a first generation uh, high production model so it's pretty cool yeah uh, chase traffic morris is already bidding 250 bob by the way chase and i'll answer the everyone else in the live chat i do have patches left if you guys want behind the bunker patches um we have them available they're 10 bucks and wherever you are you'll have to pay for shipping because i don't like in canada it's a little bit cheaper in states it's a package and then if it's in europe it's uh it's like a big package um so yeah hit me up uh message us through any of our things um speaking of big package devin schwartz called your sl98 a classic but spelled it with a k uh, Chris uh, in the chat says, uh, this just reminded me that I need a pump. Everybody needs a pump in their arsenal. Uh, absolutely. Gail Sterling in the chat says, good show. Uh, looking forward to the full length TM40 documentary. Well, thank Agreed. you very much for watching, Gail. I appreciate it. Nice. Um, so here's what we're going to do, guys. If you're new to the show, we're going to play a little game called Price is Right. Our rules are very similar, almost exact as Price is Right. We're going to show you items that were listed on eBay and sold eBay US under US dollars uh, is what you're bidding on. We want to know if you guys can uh, guess what it actually sold for. And you're going to play along with the cast members here because uh, they don't know. I'm the only one that knows because I have the paper in front of me. So first up for bid and you guys can post up in the live chat and we'll try to get your answers on the live chat. Vintage olive dye boomstick uh, barrel case. Ooh. So here's the outside. Here's here be the inside, and then for good measure, I, there's a zipper. <laughs> but it has the old Just school like dye logo on it, and much like every clear paintball mask, it is now deteriorated like someone had been smoking. Um, Just so, the case, though, right? Just the case. Do okay. you see anything inside, Gavin? <laughs> you trying to it push my be. buttons? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it could be an invisible barrel system. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is eBay. Clear masks are, are the rage. Maybe clear barrels, too. Maybe we'll go back Tommy to that. Tommy Guns thought we dropped the bar of dye soap in the shower. <laughs> or he was hoping. I'm not sure. David Reed on YouTube says $68.74. Uh, uh, David Reed also wants to know if it's 250 cal compatible. I'm going to say no. 80 bucks says Reginick 1133. And then we have James Taylor or Taylor James says 39.99. Bob Spisser. Nice to see you up late tonight, sir. Past your bedtime 35 US dollars. Roger Weaver 20 bucks. What is that? Well, Gavin, you won last time. So what are you going to bid did. on this? Um, so I'm going $40 even, Bob. Oh, five bucks more than George. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Elliot Darno says sixty nine bucks. Bill Scribner, twenty nine ninety nine. Uh next would be to you would be Joe. Joe, what what are you building on this? Why did Gavin say forty? Yes. I'm gonna say thirty two. Thirty two. Josh, what are you thinking? Chase traffic is bidding a little bit higher. He says four hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, I just want to make a slight correction to what you said earlier. Uh, Todd, you said 250 cal. You don't think it'll fit. Um, that's wrong. Anything fits 250 cal if your velocity is high enough. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Devin's, but, uh, yep. For this absolute gem, I'm going to go ahead and say $55. Very good. Devin Schwartz says a dollar. Yawn. Nothing to see here. Let's see. 
Uh, this sold for $44.99. Let's That's see. all me, baby. Yeah, I think it was. Wow. Traditionally, Gavin is winning. Let's see here. Uh, all right. Let's throw one into you. This one here. VL Quantum. Clear. That paddle is sexy. The clear is so that you can see how much paint is in your hopper. But the downside is it's clear and that the, the opponents can see how much paint is in your hopper. Well, that's why clear barrels never took off, right? Because <laughs> you can see somebody shooting. Yeah. You know to get out of the way. And with, right. with the cattail agitation inside, you get nine tries to make it work, and then you just throw it away. There you go. So, Gavin, what do you think? Roger Weber says five bucks. David Reed says 13. And Bobby Dowst says 25 bones. I'm going $15, Bob. Okay. Mike Grizzly Grub, 45. Hey. I'm afraid of Mike Grizzly Grub. I'm, I'm, uh, that, that name frightens and scares me. Josh, or no, Josh, Joe, what are you thinking? 18. 18 bucks. Wow. Josh? I'm going to say 22 because I would probably actually use that. Okay. Tracy Santos, she's a girl, says $22. Bill Scribner, $7.99. Chase Traffic Morris with 12 bucks. Bob Spicer, $27.56. And this sold for $19.99. Wow, someone got more than I thought they would get for it. That makes Joe at 18, right? No, that was me. Yeah, Gavin got an 18. Congratulations, Gavin. Uh, I think the real winner is uh, Roger uh, Weber in the chat there. He says, I have one new in package. Really? Nobody would buy it, so. (laughs) Well, you can make yourself a cool $18 if you put it on eBay. All right, here's something else I want to show you guys. This I've never seen before. It's a Planet Eclipse Emec timer. And the Planet Eclipse guys are going to have to watch this uh, closely. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's uh, do a close-up of it. There we go. So someone has 3D printed an attachment for what looks like your local egg timer. So you don't get the gun. You just get the 3D mount that's super glued to the egg timer. Has a start and, and a stop. Def- definitely 3D printed. Boasts both minutes and seconds with an with a uh, upgraded reset button. What are you guys thinking? Mike George Hay and Dan and Hardy says 9.95. Yeah, who got that last time? Gavin again? That was me. Yeah. Why don't we just um, give up? Like Gavin with his new mic. You should. Tonight. You should. <laughs> we um, can all just pack up and go home, but we, we're already there, so there's really no true. point. We just have to endure this. Um, so as you guys watch me win again, I'm going to bid $20 even on this. Ooh. Uh, Joe, what are you thinking? Um, since Gavin took my number, I'm going to say 14. All right, Josh, what are you thinking? I'm going to go with the flow in the chat there and say 995. 995. Well, Kyle Swanson, he was looking for one of these last week. No clue why. Maybe he was the gentleman who purchased it. Uh, Billy Keat says $5. Uh, Regnick in the live chat says, "Simply bring back the view loader talking timer." <laughs> this sold for thirty bucks, thirty dollars. Wow! Yeah, who got that one? Gavin. Oh my God! Has anyone <laughs> has anyone gotten on the board tonight? How okay. could you? Okay, 
one last one. We'll get an opportunity. This is for you guys Why to get on the board we? tonight. Um, this is right up Josh's alley because he's into Venomware. Uh, <laughs> three rare Sandana keychains. <laughs> Ooh, keychain. So basically, they got a crappy headband that fell apart, and they decided to make some keychains. Yeah. But I'm not going to throw you either way. But remember, this is that Sandana wear. So it could either go for $6 yes, or it could go for $600. Who knows? Are those on what kind of rings? Are they stainless steel, titanium, tungsten? What are they? Um, They are brushed stainless. Brushed stainless. Because I asked the same question and sent them in an email before I lost out on the bid. Were they sewn by hand? Uh, they look like it. <laughs> <laughs> in the dark actually i believe is where they were sewn uh, by someone wearing boxing gloves uh, axe plus cash says kevin 60 bucks says david 20 bucks says devin schwartz billy keats at 150 bucks chase traffic says 160 now remember guys you're getting all three and with that george hay says 12.95 as well as kyle swanson bob spicer 235 dollars is he wrong Gavin or Go. is he close I'm going fifteen dollars. Fifteen bucks, Joe. Twenty-one. Twenty-one, Josh. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. I think Joe or Josh gets it. This sold for eighty-four dollars. Shut the front door. <laughs> so if you sell at eighty-four dollars, that is what like twenty-eight bucks a keychain. That is. You better okay. hope you have some foolish friends to sell the other two to. I am bowing down to the marketing genius of that. <laughs> Crap. No Holy. kidding. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, oh, wow. if you guys are watching right now, if you're watching us on Facebook, please, please, please hit that share button. Share it to any of the paintball groups you belong to. Um, hit that like button as well. We've been watching you guys comment tonight, and we do appreciate you guys watching. But we're also on that note. We're probably going to say um, goodbye to you guys. And unfortunately, I know we didn't get to tonight's topic. Uh, Gavin was supposed to remind us, but we didn't get there. So we'll get to that next week. Um, and you guys will be able to chime in at that point. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, uh, please hit that subscribe button and hit that notification bell or whatever you do on YouTube. I apologize. But what's going to happen is we're going to say goodbye to our friends on Facebook right now. We're going to continue to broadcast on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can find us at BehindTheBunker.com and follow the YouTube link, or you can go to YouTube and find us. Um, or you can download us at a podcast. This entire show, including the podcast extra, uh, gets uploaded every Monday night uh, by midnight. And uh, you can have it on your phone the next day and be listening to it at work or school or wherever you are uh, instead of doing whatever mundane thing you're doing. So definitely check that out. Um, guys, do we have any other farewell words to the guys watching on Facebook right now? No. I said farewell, <laughs> Facebook friends, until we meet again. Yeah. Thanks for no. tuning in and thanks for watching. We'll see you everybody next week. Absolutely appreciate everybody who tuned in on Facebooks. Uh, make sure you hit that like and share button so everybody has seen what happened this evening. And uh, slide over to the uh, YouTube side and uh, you, you'll enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah, like... And uh, thank, thank you to all 55 people who shared the rest of you. Um, pick it up, man. <laughs> sort yourselves out. And uh, Bob Please. Spicer is going to get the, the last comment on Facebook tonight. Uh, he says, you guys are just like the contractor. Next week. We'll get to it next week. Yes, sir. So thank you guys for watching us on Facebook. Head on over to YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, stay there. We're going to be right back.
Grizzly and Gramps. All right, yeah, Gramps, so we yeah. are back. And what is Grizzly and Gramps? One of the pioneer, um, basically. Aftermarket accessories. I exactly. can tell you. I can tell you a little tale. Um, I want to give him some love, so let's, yeah. That, yeah, that picture, are we talking about it now? Mm-hmm. Indeed, yeah. You know the picture that I that I use Depends on, on how you perceive that time. Has, that has myself and Steve Amos and Tom Kefalis at the original field, standing up on the table, our faces all are cammed up. We all have our Mark 1 Uzis. You know which one I mean, yep. that picture. Anyway, Tom Kefalis... If you look at his Mark One Uzi, he has a remote line to it. So back in the day, back, this is before, or Action Pursuit games may have been out by then, but I'm not sure. But anyway, he got wind of this Gramps and Grizzly fellow or characters that did aftermarket stuff in, in California. So somehow he got in touch with him. Don't forget there was no internet and there was no way to get in touch with them. So he money or sent a money order to them and he got them to send him up a constant air setup. So he had the first, they sent him up, a, a, I think a, a 12 ounce, a 10 ounce tank and had a thermal valve on plus a remote line and an adapter to go into his Mark one Uzi. So he had the first constant air setup in Canada. Wow. And nice. he was able to People get it. People must filled. have been freaked out by that, though. Absolutely. Crazy. Like, it, we're all using 12 grams and we're still using Mark 1 Uzis. Um, and people were still wearing the those um, Norton 180 safety glasses. I had a pair of squash goggles I wore because they gave slightly more protection. But well, it didn't mess first, up your hair. It didn't. And I had hair. We, you know, we <laughs> camouflaged our faces up with cam stick. Um, and it was, it was crazy, but he had a Mr. Submarine and he was able, because they had a contract with Coke, he was able to take this CO2 cylinder to the Coke place and get them to fill it up. Like this is like wow. way, way before anything like, you know, before chronographs, but like people were still using 12 grams and would be using 12 grams for quite some, quite some time because really some of the first guns that came out with constant air were like your Tipman SMGs and your Brass Eagle um, Nightmare elephant guns and stuff like that. They were some of the first guns to have constant air. So this was yeah. like, this was really ahead of its time. Well, where did we see so that? Bad. Was it so in the paintball documentary where they talked about when the guys came up with constant air, how nobody yes. wanted to touch it because they were yeah. so afraid of it. That was what I thought exactly. when you went from 12 gram to CO2. People must have it lost was their mind. Uh, so he's actually in the YouTube chat right now. In, uh, yeah, he is. It was Gramps and Grizzly. Um, and yes, all of that was in the documentary. And most of us are fanboying right now because we've been around for a while. So I'm really appreciative that you're in the chat and you're you're, chat, you're interacting with us and watching yeah, yeah. the show. So Very cool. uh, thank you for your contribution to the sport of paintball. We definitely have to get you on the show at some point to uh, talk about the your experience in the in the sport as well. Yeah, yeah. Really um, cool, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for checking me out or checking us out rather. And I, I want to say um, uh, nice to see Haggis Reaper in the live YouTube chat with Bit being Robbie Burns tonight. Uh, day tonight, I did not get my haggis, so at least there's kind of my way that I did get my haggis. 
Hoggis. It's pronounced Hoggis. Yes. Uh, I'm good with just pronouncing it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, if anyone, yeah. So he says, anytime, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Don't go anywhere, but thank you for, for, for watching the show tonight. Um, last week, we went off on a hell of a tangent talking about our hair products, and, and I, had, uh, yeah, I, had, I had a blast. I had a blast. Um, Gavin, you also told me last week, you gave me two suggestions on things to watch. You said Operation Odessa. Odessa and Man in the High Castle. I checked out both as far as uh, previews. Odessa, decided to go Odessa through. Was... Yeah, so I went. I said, I said High Castle. I can't. Endure I said that. Odessa. Okay, okay, so okay, so the Odessa was I. I chose to watch first. It was awesome. I really liked that. I thought it was an interesting watch. Um, but it's messed up to to know that when you're watching, it's a true story. Well, the fact that well, I'm not going to well, it's in the preview anyways. But I mean, the fact that they bought helicopters and had a they had a sub, they just didn't Attack follow through. Attack helicopters, not just helicopters. Yeah. Well, I like the they asked military. Helicopters. I asked, I like how they asked the drug lord. Yes, we can get you a sub, but there's a problem. Do you want it with warheads or without warheads? <laughs> you want missile or no missile? <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, okay. So I so I chose I chose that, but. The man in the high castle. I watched the trailer. It looked a little, little much. Is it worth it? Because the trailer didn't really. The trailer doesn't really do it much justice. Like, yes, it's part of it, but there's so much more to the actual show. Okay, but for me, I'm not sold anymore. No. Oh it's no, getting we it's getting weird. So, is it? A, it gets all, it gets a little strange. Odessa? It gets a little strange. I think it gets better, Gavin. It kind of picks up, yeah. and it, it Matt's jokes. texting frantically that it does get better. Okay. Yeah. So, so is uh, it operational, Dessa? Yes. So yes. that I, I did watch, um, and I would have to say I would endorse that more than I would uh, yeah. Man High Castle because, but you, I quite enjoyed uh, the all of it. You the can, whole but you scene. can see how he got how, how everyone liked him. I was halfway through the the movie, and I liked him too. You know the big burly Russian fellow. He's just a nice, nice character, like a lovable character. Big huggy, huggable bear. <laughs> so then I heard today someone was talking about another movie, and it's an old one called Cloud Atlas. Any of you guys catch Cloud uh, Atlas? I don't want to do any of that, Isabel. I don't want to do any of that fantasy crap, right? Okay. But, well, but... I watched the trailer to that, and it actually looked kind of neat, right? All Tom right, Hanks cool. is in it, so it can't be that bad. I mean, something obviously will come up and bit him but i i don't know it's i don't know those are my those are two my, my two go-tos right now okay this is what we're doing with the after the show wire, right now but apparently kevin <laughs> so we're talking about what's going to be great for todd to watch no i yeah. just i'm saying joe what was that what that you're watching I joe started watching outside the wire it was i'm halfway okay. I'm halfway through it it's sort of futuristic sci-fi so it's pushing my boundaries of what I like to watch, but I just finished Yellowstone, man. That was awesome. Did you watch the T uh, T thirty four movie? 